Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Your attention, please. It's time for Last Call. This is the last call, last call, last call. A behind-the-scenes and candid conversation from A's baseball. That's going to be gone, and it's back to back to back. Do you believe that? To mic'd up memories, to industry insights, and after-dark illumination of our national pastime. Looking back now. Here's Amelia Schimmel and Jessica Kleinschmidt. I'm really, I'm like not in character yet. Give me a second. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> welcome back to Last Call. Mm, welcome back. Um, we have a lot to go over. So this is what we have on tap. And we're going to go. I see what you did there. Yeah. Um, so Tony Kemp, of course, gave back to the community once again. We saw Mark Canna and Chris Bassett today. They were back as well as Starling Marte, Eric Chavez, and Ron Darling. A lot of former mm-hmm. people made a, a, an appearance today. Albert Pujols, the man, the myth, the machine. Yeah. Hit number 700 of his career, 699 and 700. And the best fireworks I've ever seen have taken place at the Coliseum. Finally. I, IMO, as the kids say. <laughs> <laughs> Is it also IMHO in my honest opinion people know my opinion is honest so it's just always IMO it's just IMO. that's fair I've actually never heard the IMHO it sounds like a health plan I don't know I just try to be cool sometimes in text form and it backfires so when you do that do not say IMHO well <laughs> I have so people. what am I gonna do now I gotta take it back IMHO you should not text anybody <laughs> that um so let's get started so before the game started which by the way the game was not great nine to two but it's kind of like whose line is it anyway everything's made up and the runs don't matter (laughs) um so it happened congrats to the Mets like you already clinched but I don't even know what you're doing here half the time but (laughs) well they are they are um battling out for the division with the Braves so they're a little bit of okay so I literally literally don't care um Before the game started, however, you participated in some community events. Yeah, it was really cool. So this morning, or if you're listening to this, you know, I don't know. I don't, I'm not going to do the math, whatever. On the morning of Friday, um, I went to, and a lot of other A's front office staff, some members of PG&E, One Tree Planted. We all went to kind of right by the estuary, this um, little park area and planted some trees. And Tony Kemp was there and uh, Chris Dickerson, who's a member of and a kind of a founding member mm-hmm. of One Tree Planted, 
Tony Kemp, of course, works with them all the time. Players for the Planet and One Tree Planted. And he's been essentially um, planting trees for every, I believe, extra base hit. That Sto- and stolen and base. Stolen base. Yeah. So independent of that, though, the Ace Front Office kind of went over and we planted a bunch of trees by the water. It's really, really cool. Like, I didn't realize... A, how much hard work it was going to be just digging holes to plant the trees and making sure they were deep enough for those trees. Um, B, it was uh, a little bit rocky, the earth there. So I'm swinging this pickaxe or whatever and I'm getting blisters. I know it was like a pickaxe. Yeah, it was. Like, I w- my mind went to true crime when you were talking about like building holes and then it can now it's continuing. Yeah, I, was, I was digging ditches. It's still on this. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I didn't, we were hitting rocks and stuff yeah. like that. And That's like, cool. well, you know, we were doing everything safely, but you know, you kind of like, you get kind of like jarred a, a little yeah. bit when you hit like a hard rock or something like that. And so um, we were in little groups and Tony Kemp was of course helping out as well too. He wasn't, we didn't have him swinging a pickaxe before a game yeah. tonight, obviously, but you know, some help with some mild shoveling and stuff like that, but he was awesome. Yeah. He was taking pictures with everyone. Um, you know, obviously since it wasn't just Ace front office staff, there were people there who like hadn't met him before, didn't know how cool he is, which he is. He's just he's so okay. down He's there. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've said before on the show how amazing he is. He's okay. <laughs> he is just so selfless mm-hmm. and he just, he does so many community service things like this. So it was really cool. But the first thing that comes out of his mouth when I see him, he goes, Hey, Amelia, that was so funny when you messed up that Geico high low thing yesterday. And I was like, Oh my God, I guess you guys did notice that. So as we know, yesterday, I, uh, she, as we know, as nobody we, knows this. Well, as, as I know, because I've replayed it in my nightmares. <laughs> I feel so bad for your mind right now. I'm like, I bet you she's beating herself up for this. I did. Yeah. Well, I do. I beat myself up a little bit. Usually I wipe the slate clean, like 24 hours, but Tony was kind enough to remind me that I accidentally gave away an answer for Geico high low. Because we had started with Ricky Henderson, number 24. And by the time we got to the fourth player, which was Jermaine Dye, I was like, and another number 24, guess if it's higher or lower. And I was like, yeah, everybody's going to know that 24 is higher than eight. Yeah. So uh, great work, guys. You yeah. won a prize pack. And he was like, yeah, we we had a laugh. That I will really say, good. and I told you this earlier, I like that you did that, though, because it was it was, I'm not saying that people don't know you're a human being, but mm-hmm. it's like, there's a lot of Twitter accounts, like, that people don't remember that other people run. Yeah. And it's nice to remind them like there's a person there. Like it was yeah. fun. They gave a, a prize pack. They were gonna win it either way. And it was just a fun little thing where you you were knowledgeable on the subject and you had fun with it and you interacted with the fans. Yeah. Which is hard to do from that far away and on a microphone. Yeah. I don't, yeah. Um, I'm not gonna beat myself up over that one. I just thought it was hilarious that the players were actually laughing about it too. Um, but the tree planting was really, really cool. And it was just like fun to see the trees all the way up there afterwards we love a tree it was fun to see the trees (laughs) you love trees it's fun to see the trees I don't know who's like why am I uh I can't even talk I thought it was amazing it was fun to see the trees it was true it's a true statement you know who else planted them you know who else it was fun to see today a lot of guys we walked in the building the first person we saw was Mark Hanna Mm -hmm. that was really that was cool yeah yeah. I um I joked with him. I said, "Sir, you're going to need a credential if you're going to be sneaking around to the visitors locker room." Um they never know where uh or sneaking around to the home locker room because he was going to go talk to the team. But that's the thing is my favorite is when the guys return. Matt Olson had no idea where he was going. Canna was went right instead of left like he's supposed to and everything like that. But it was good to see him. And I noticed when he took his first at bat, you emphasized his I gave him a little intro. little oomph. 
which, another you, which you're not supposed to do necessarily for the other team. Right. Yeah. You don't typically do it for the, but we've done it. I think the first time around through the order, like when we're doing the visiting lineups for players that are returning, but then like second and third yeah. bats, you're on your own. You're on your own. You get Mark that Hannah. monotone. I noticed that. I, um, that's literally my favorite thing minus the fireworks that, that occurred today. But yeah. But particularly Mark Hanna, yeah. because he like Tony Kemp is an awesome person. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like in the hallway, you asked him if he needed directions. That was fantastic. Yeah. Um, he, I always try to give like a medium thing, like not um, let's, you know, especially with like Chris Bassett yeah. you know, like, and pitching number 40, Chris Bassett. Cause yeah. you don't want him to like shove, which is actually, that's well, what he did. Uh, you know, that's why I wish them kind <laughs> of good luck. I yeah. don't say I like, like what's, it was something that Mark Kotze said about Elvis Andrews after he of course got traded. He said, I hope Elvis Andrews goes four for four today. And then the A's win. Yeah. That's like kind of the vibe you yeah. want. And that's, what's cool about a lot of these guys is they're always going to cheer for each other, but not their teams. Right. It's kind of a beautiful thing. Uh, Ron Darling, of course, also is there first time in how many years? 27. Coliseum. I used to work with him at MLB network and I ran into him in the control room or in the, excuse me, in the press box. And I was like, Hey, welcome back. Is it, is it, you know, kind of weird for you coming back each time? He's like, I haven't been here in 27 years. I don't know if he was exaggerating or not, but I, that kind of makes sense, I guess. Yeah. You know, he's been doing it like NL stuff this whole time. I'm always curious to see like what former people that either that pitched and hit at, at the area, especially the Coliseum, because it's so finicky as it pertains yeah. to like de- defense, defense and defense, sorry, and offensive capabilities and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, in our, in our senior director of marketing, he brought up a really good point is that he hasn't been here for Mount Davis. Oh, so he's used to like, the batter's eye or the lack of. Yeah. He's used to seeing the hills yeah. and stuff. Isn't that crazy? Just to come back I, and like all of a sudden oh gosh, there. Yeah. That, that is crazy. Well, 27 years ago, probably wasn't all that long. I wasn't alive um, <laughs> at all. I wasn't even a rumor. Um, yeah. But what was that like? What? 27, 27 years, years ago, ago when you were. When I was 40, 40, I was gonna say 27, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> um, there was a lot of reunions. One in particular that um, you want to talk about ballpark dimensions, Eric Chavez, he received his green jacket solidifying him into the athletics hall of fame of course couldn't make the original one because he's the Mets hitting coach which is why it worked out today he also put out a really good speech um it wasn't didn't go long or anything but he said he pointed at third base and said I'm definitely more comfortable there than I am on this thing pointing to the mic mm-hmm. and it was just good to see him and I actually asked him you know what do some of the players talk to you about for third base playing third and all the dimensions he's like or the foul territory and he said we had a full-on specific meeting just dedicated to the foul territory. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's insane. Super like, why are you so obsessed with me? <laughs> that's the foul territory. The foul talk. territory is like, oh my God, you're so obsessed with me. But he did say he loved that. <laughs> that's aspect. how I pictured the foul territory would talk. Oh my gosh, yeah. yeah. Cause like it's it's very stuck up, but Sassy. it's important to the Coliseum. For sure. Um and so that was cool, but it was also a really cool moment. I've told the story about Eric Chavez before on the show, mm-hmm. how, when I was 12, I saw him play for the first time, went to the Coliseum and it was the year or the same week that I switched from first to third base. The moment I sat down, Eric Chavez hit a home run. 
He was my favorite player. We shared a birthday. And on the drive home, I said, and I told my dad, I'm going to cover the A's one day. Sorry to have to go through that just in case you haven't heard the story. But I got to tell Eric Chavez that story today. That's cool. Uh, yeah. So because we had a scrum with him and I was like, crap, I'm not gonna be able to tell him and like John Shea, Hey, and Martine, everybody was like, go talk to him. I was like, no, it doesn't feel right. Five isn't good. I think it's good. <laughs> and so, um, while he was waiting to go out to the ceremony, I was just going to go and record it a little bit. And I bumped into him, um, in the underside hitting, leaving the clubhouse. Mm-hmm. And I got to introduce myself and tell him the story. And he said, thank you so much for telling me that I'm really glad you pulled me aside. That's really cool. Oh, so I got like cool. a fun little moment with him and I, I've been wanting to tell him that story for 20 years wow. when I went to the Coliseum and I was negative four, but it was just like, I don't know, just the one, the one person I knew I would be a little bit intimidated to meet. And more than the Kimming vibe, it was uh, yeah. the, you're the reason I'm, I'm freaking here right now. Yeah. You know? So it was just cool. I did yeah. not cuss. You did. So, um, and I, but more importantly, I did get a message today from a fan and she said, Hey, uh, this is kind of random, but can you introduce me to Nick Allen? I want to tell him I named my cat after him. <laughs> I can't, I couldn't put that together just because, um, I, I just couldn't. And, but I did tell well, Nick Allen set up an arrangement for Nick Allen to meet this woman's cat. Yeah. <laughs> I know I'm the worst, uh, maybe next year. Yeah. And so, but I pulled Nick aside and I said, Hey, a fan wanted me to let you know, she's got a cat name after you. And he's like, really? And I was like, yeah, he goes, well, now I know. And then he walked away and he came back. He's like, actually, that's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> Is it like, is it like Nick Meowlin or something like that? I didn't ask it... her the name. I will, I will double check, yeah. but it was just it's really probably funny. just Nick Allen. But that's the thing. Like, <laughs> what do you name? And I was talking to Brody Brazil about it. And I was like, what do you name a cat when it's a name like Nick Allen? Just Nick Allen. I don't know. But don't... then it's a, that's, I mean, what I, but if you just name it Nick or Allen, you can't be like, oh, that Nick, oh, that must be after Nick Allen. I'm like confounded. What, how old, this must be a very young cat. Nick Allen is relatively new to the team but yeah i mean unless she's like a diehard like prospects person there you go yeah, yeah. big uh yeah prospects fan. okay i didn't ask any follow-up questions so i don't know <laughs> i have so many questions i know i know you would but i thought you would like the little i am a big fan of cats named yes. after athletes because i, have two I of them. absolutely hate when people name things after oh, athletes do you? and alcohol i uh, don't let raleigh fingers or Catrick marlowe here i that. know that but i'm just not a fan of the naming process it's okay. a lot of pressure on the athlete. And it's even the best process. I went through Cat Falloon. Um, Kevin's an old Sharks player. I don't expect you to know who that is. <laughs> I don't even know. You, you, you gave me the most blank stare. I don't even know the new Sharks players. <laughs> Sometimes when I If it's people, not Gordon Bombay, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. There were so many like cat names options. I will I say, think. I'd rather name my chil- future children animals after an athlete than alcohol. If I, if I meet one more child named Jameson, I'm going to scream. That's a great call. This is Jack Daniels. We'll talk a little bit later about parenting. (laughs) That's a tease folks. Yeah. I forgot to mention on top. Did you still want to revisit the fact that you yelled at children today? Yeah. Oh yeah. I would love to. We'll get, we'll get to that. Thank you for asking. Um, We already talked about Mark Canna. Um, I'm really bad. I'm like reading the list and I have to act like I don't, but um, one thing that was really cool that did occur, which I think um, he took the attention off of a Connor Capel single that occurred, but Albert Pujols hit number. <laughs> I was like, where were you going with that? 699, but comma, then comma, but then comma, but then you need a minute comma, but you need a minute. 
I think we're good, comma, but. You don't have to actually use correct punctuation when you're verbally saying something. In my mind, I do. Oh, I appreciate that. And you're a writer, so I I get it. I am. Um, Yeah, I wrote the tweet better than I. Could you guys hear the comma when she said it? I, I. Tweet us, let us know. (laughs) (laughs) We'll do a poll. (laughs) Last call. Call That's not a phone number. The phone lines are light now. They're open. Um, but Albert Pujols hit number 699 followed by number 700, yeah. which was really cool. And not even the fact that he did it, but even before the game, John Goodman, you know, illustrated or narrated this amazing video about him and Yadier Molina. And it was just like, there was so much magic in the year and yeah. everything like that. Obviously, you know, Pujols came back, but I feel like there were a lot of coincidences and people calling this specifically when Mr. Greg Amsinger. Yeah. I don't want to give Greg Am- Amsinger too much too many props here i won't either well no 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 you should i (laughs) i won't either (laughs) he knows his head is already big like i used to work with him at mlb network and greg amsinger he does this thing where he like makes these absurd premonitions and then they come true and it happened again right i texted him i was like are you serious did you seriously come on i was like and and then i pointed out that he got it wrong so basically what he got right was insane on april 13th of this year he said that in september albert pujols will hit home run number 700 and it will be on the road in la and he will do it in the cardinals uniform which is insane but he also called that it would be off kershaw which it was not it was off, like wow what a he's uh, a liar 700 was off phil bickford i yeah. think and um heaney for the 699 come on am singer yeah it's like geez am singer like Jeez. predict better yeah um but like that's pretty insane that's amazing that's pretty insane i also saw a tweet where somebody wrote I don't think Albert Pujols is going to fulfill his 10-year contract. This is back in 2011, mm-hmm. but I do see him hitting 700 home runs. It was one of those screenshots. They showed the date, all of that. And I really appreciated that. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, you take a step back and we were talking about like how long it's been for Albert Pujols to, or I'm sorry, Ron Darling and Eric Chavez to return to the Coliseum, what have you. And Chavez was talking about the early 2000 team and we were looking at how many years Pujols has been. And that was when I kind of started falling in love with the game. Yeah. And so you see a guy like that who is, and just think about the transition of the game he's seen, an old school guy, but still having to like keep up with the Joneses, if you will, and being able to retire with Yachty or Molina. Like, that's so cool. It's so much magic. That's mind blowing for me for Molina, not just Molina, but like the whole Molina family. Yeah. The fact that he's a catcher and he is that durable and he's still like hosing runners out and stuff like that. That's I feel like if he could, I think his body could physically play for another couple of seasons. I think so too. Maybe not easily, but because that's a tough, I mean, you're right. It's a tough. like a robot. My little brother played catcher up until through high school and his knees are still bad. Yeah. And he's, well, he's not a Molina or is he? Yeah. My little brother. He's a Kleinschmidt. Well, I mean, no, I'm just saying like you know, I know. the fact that they can maintain through all of that. My brother still has knee issues from high school. Yeah. It yeah. is pretty insane. That was like the, you know, the whole I'm thing. I'm going to go text Buster my brother Posey, and ask like... him if he's a Molina. One second. <laughs> saying maybe he's a Molina. Yeah. Yeah. That was like, you know, <laughs> well, he sounded so like, you know, he's a 10, but could have gone pro vibes. Oh, like, I wasn't mad. He was really good throughout high school. <laughs> he did get scouted by the Yankees once he really did. 
He did? He did. That's cool. But, I mean, that doesn't mean anything in high school. A Yankees representative said, like, he'll be watching. Well, if a Yankees representative came up and scouted me, that'd be really cool. I would like that. I would agree. <laughs> um. So, yes. Albert Pujols, though, 11-time All-Star. I was just looking this up. I was just trying to, like, kind of, you know, you forget all these things. Like, you forget how you forget like how historical the historic historic imagine all the whole... presidents that have been in office since he started yeah it's insane i mean just well let's see oh my computer is doing a thing and i can't and like all the trends uh yeah his first year was 2001 which feels Rookie like the year that actually makes me feel kind of old it makes me feel old too yeah. it makes me feel ancient considering I, I you're was, only 25 i'm so young and so <laughs> just supple and <laughs> oh my god! I don't even know what to say. Um, I don't want to delete that, so that's good. All right, that's um, up to you. But because when I'm thinking about when guys retire, I'm like looking at this, and it has a 19 in front of it. The, the 19s the are gone. You know yeah. how when you try to sign up for something, you en- enter the birth date, and oh. you're like scrolling for five years. Yeah, it's like um, Price is Right. Yes. <laughs> When they like spin the wheel at the end, the that's when there was a meme for that. I'm trying to get to 1986, yeah. and I keep on going. Yeah, I mean, mine is not uh, that. Oh, that's so. It's if you look at Albert Pujols's batting or baseball reference page, him and I share a similar. I started in life at 2001, also. <laughs> so he's been, uh, he's been the MVP three times. He has been. In the league for 20... How many home runs does he have this two season? years. 20, is it? This season, he's got 19 home runs. Mm. Well, I mean, that's probably 20 and 21 now. They don't usually add those until the next day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, you're right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 21 home runs. I thought you meant the year 2021 for a second. No, no, no. Um, and actually, he's already got more home runs this season than he did all of last year. Between the last Angels year and did, Dollars. Last year, and like, Dodgers. barely counted. Yeah. But I mean, he hit 22 home runs in 2019. And if he, if he's up to 21 tonight, cause the baseball reference page, you're right. It doesn't update until like yeah. the next day. Uh, then that's pretty dang impressive. Uh, wow. Well, my thing is, is he's still like hitting home runs right now and at a great pace. Yeah. And I don't know if it's the St. Louis, you know, vibe returning to your, the place where it started at all and all of that. But also, I noticed the Dodgers tweeted out congratulations to Pujols before the Cardinals did. <laughs> I get it. The Cardinals are probably busy, but. <laughs> if you were, if you were facing Albert Pujols in the last at bat of his career and he needed a home run in order to break the all-time home mm-hmm. runs record, would you groove him one? You know what? I, I would definitely still like, I'd make him honest, you know, yeah, I would still, right. I good. would still good. Good for, for you. Sure. You have integrity. I knew yeah, that. I wouldn't, you. I wouldn't be like, here, yeah. let's put it on a tee. He Absolutely. would, he would laugh at me. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want that. Yeah. Um, no, for sure. And he could like pimp it out. I'd be totally chill with that. Do whatever he, he needed mm-hmm. to do. Um, but I thought a really cool moment was, uh, the giants were playing the Arizona diamondbacks in Arizona and chase field flipped it to the home run while they were taking infield. So they got to watch it on the Jumbotron, which was really, really cool. So you saw like Evan Longoria, Brandon Crawford, them all looking up at the big screen Mm -hmm. because they were, I think it was in between innings and they just stopped and watched and kind of, you know, game recognizes game respect Mm -hmm. because that's just something that's not happening anymore. And I talked to Kotze about it. Kotze didn't get too in depth because I think he wanted to stick to the, the game, but everybody just respects what he was able to do and 
you know, Kotze had a 17 year career of his own and he knows what it's like to not have, to have longevity, but share a game with people who are constantly retiring before their heart and their mind wants to, mm-hmm. you know, so just kind of cool from that perspective, everybody in the press box was excited. I'm sure that was the case um, in the control room. So I just, I loved it. And a guy that, you know, you grew up watching, I know we're kind of going on and on about this, but I think that it's cool that we got to witness history in mm-hmm. a way. Um, I don't know about you, actually. I was watching the 80s game, so. Yeah. Didn't didn't really notice it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Wait, you, were, you didn't notice what? The the Pujols homer. Oh. I was locked in on the A's Mets game. So. Yeah, I know. You were watching the Connor <laughs> Capel singles. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I thought it was really cool just um, from that perspective. All right, cool. Um, there was um, some cool fans with cell phone lights going off today. That was interesting because I don't know really what started it, but I, I think saw one, one group like family or something on the Jumbotron doing it. Yeah. So we, we saw, like we looked out toward <gasps> I'm not recording again. <laughs> oh my God. My heart is weak. I can't take this. Did you I believe me for a second? But then I looked and it says recording there. <laughs> so we had a few fans um, that were like in that kind of second section of Mount Davis, like the second deck, the treehouse level. And they had their cell phone lights on and they were waving them back and forth and stuff and strobing them. Um, and then an airplane landed. It was so weird. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, I think it's more of like a fireworks night type thing. I think people get amped up for like fireworks. All and... I know is I haven't seen that a lot. And I'm, I wish we did more of that. Yeah. I, I really like that. Drain your batteries for us guys. <laughs> I think we, uh, I mean, you gotta be careful though, because like technically the umpire could stop the game and say, Hey, please don't wave your lights. It's distracting to the batter. Oh, it was definitely God. when the Mets were batting. You know, robo-umps umps would never do that. <laughs> robo-umps would never. Robo-umps would never. Do you remember when we had, like, fake fans in the stands, like, the uh, oh, yeah, I remember the cardboard that. cutouts? I remember something happened right as we were allowing fans at a capacity to come in, and a fan threw the ball, like, back a foul ball or a home run or something, and I remember tweeting out, a cardboard cutout would never. <laughs> um, that was just a random God, that was thought. such a strange year. It anyway. was. It was, um, I did a cardboard cutout and I would like it back. It wasn't from the A's. It was at Giants though. I have one of my cat Raleigh fingers. Yeah. The one that you named your cat after. Uh, yeah. I named my cat after a, an athlete, an adult human. Um, that's cute. I guess I met a kid named Brayden who was named after Dallas. Oh, that's cool. I like that. I do too. Everybody else though. Um, <laughs> no, although my ne- if my nephew was a girl, she would have been named after me. That's great. Wait, Everybody else's my bad. nephew was, was a girl, girl. She would have been named yeah. after me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But um, I don't think this world is ready for two bibid Jess Bibid Jesses. Um, before we get into the best firework display I've ever seen ever, let's talk about how you mother hend. Oh my god! So I kind of feel bad. Well, no, not really. Actually, I don't feel bad at all. Um, I take that back. People. I feel bad for how harsh I was on the microphone when I did this. I usually do the whole spiel. Well, you about... did it on a microphone. Oh, yeah. I thought you like saw a few kids. No, 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 no. Okay. No, yeah. I mothered 3,000 people. Don't I look great? Yeah, you look like you. <laughs> Thank you. I don't, don't look like I have 3,000 children. Not at all. Um, Or give or take. I don't yeah. know how many thousands of people were on the field. Yeah. But when we, it's 
awesome that you can watch fireworks from the field at the Coliseum. I think that is like pretty unique thing. And I remember growing up that being the coolest thing in the world to get onto the field and watch fireworks from it. You cannot do that in a lot of places. I don't know if we're, we might even be the only stadium. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I don't want to misquote, but the, the thing is the field is like going to be used at one o'clock tomorrow and we cannot have divots in it from people sliding and diving and all that stuff. So part of the read that I'm asked to do says, you know, we care about the field, please like respect and maintain its current condition. Please walk, don't run all that stuff. I do all of these things during pregame, by the way, (laughs) (laughs) just just like dives out onto the field after each interview. I, without fail, every single time I read this, the first 30 (laughs) kids run out, they're diving, they're doing cartwheels. They're like, just army crawling on the grass I don't know what it is like whether they're intentionally trying to defy me but like now I know what it's like to have children you say one thing and they do the opposite watch this miss PA announcer (laughs) we absolutely will not yeah she said so yeah no you know what and by the way I'm not I'm not even fully blaming the kids here you know who I want to blame their parents Uh, yes if you are a parent of a child and you just heard me kindly ask you not to dive on the field please instruct your child not to do that maybe that's what it was it was the mom saying honey did you hear her go ahead and dive our grounds crew works so hard do you know how many extra hours they're gonna have to be here because a child-sized body print has just been taken out of the grass like stop i get it it's cool to slide on a major league field but like even being on that field is just sacred yeah. and i th- i like to think that even seven-year-old amelia who by the way was on that exact same coliseum yeah. grass did not dive or cartwheel on it mainly because I, I was really bad at cartwheels i was trying to oh yeah for sure i get that like <laughs> but i definitely didn't slide or dive on it I'm and i love think. sliding and diving i i would want i wonder like how seven-year-old Jess would have reacted to it to the field like that because i feel In like somersault have you ever seen i would for sure somersault but i'd be soft about it i yeah. mean i as opposed to cartwheel i would say right but have you ever seen those videos where the babies like are freaked out of grass? So they like, don't sit. No, I'll show you, but <laughs> it's, they, sh- they show adults like trying to sit babies on grass. And if they're kind of standing, they'll yeah. like crouch. So they don't touch the grass. They freak out with grass. Oh, so that's how I feel because I feel like I wouldn't want to mess it up. Yeah. Cause my dad was the groundskeeper and like knowing all the work he would put yeah. in, I'm like, no, thank you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, come on guys. But you said, something to me tonight about the fireworks okay show. i first of all got to watch them with you for the first time which is mm-hmm. really cool in the control room um and it's more open there and it was darker because when i'm in the press box everybody's working so i can't like be like let's shut off the lights you can write that in the dark it's fine um but the music was so fantastic the choreography for it was fantastic we had flames going up on mount davis mm-hmm. which to mc hammer it to me looked like he was dancing with his pants it looked like that's what it looked like. The, the, oh, flames. the flames. Yeah. Like I really felt like, like this, I don't want to say the spirit, he's not dead, but like he was, <laughs> the, he was there in essence and everything like that. And just like, I think there were certain fireworks that I've never seen before. And like the finale was the brightest I've ever seen the sky. I got a little emotional. It was great. It was, and by the way, MC Hammer was there because I dressed like him today. You also Somewhat. tried to dance like or dress like Dwayne Johnson yeah the rock oh well also I've been called Mr. T so there's that too like wow yeah a lot of different um 
interpretations that of my sucks. outfit today. I mean, somebody said I look really nice today. So <laughs> <laughs> I pity the who. Um, I I ended up taking off the giant MC Hammer chain and putting on the bow tie. So shout out to Last Eye Bar for mm-hmm. giving me a bow tie because they did the bow tie yeah. theme today. So I was all over the place with my outfit. Yeah, but uh, I enjoyed it, and I agree. The fireworks show, I I think in my unbiased opinion, yeah. Ace fireworks are the best fireworks like period yeah That's- I, I mean I can't I can't 100% agree with that I did see like a really good set with with the Royals and like it was there were small sample sizes everywhere I don't know if like it's always like that with the Royals and stuff like that but I will there's always something a little bit extra with um, ballpark fireworks um, a little extra special I think mm-hmm. I should have said but um, when I joined the broadcast with the Aces we had to do a show while the fireworks were going off which is not easy but it was also just as magical too. And like, I felt like Sandlot when they were playing at night and everything was lighting up. It was very much a good vibe and just a really cool day overall. And I was yeah. just really- And I noticed in the middle of the fireworks show, <clears throat> I got a um, notification on next door or something mm-hmm. like that. Loud noise is what it's called. Does anyone know what the loud sounding noise is? It sounds like an explosion in Oakland, but I'm unsure. Well, yes, neighbor. It was fireworks at the yeah. Oakland Coliseum. <laughs> if you're listening to this and didn't look outside, that's <laughs> the repeated booms. What it is. The fireworks schedule is handy on the A's website. It is. You can find it there. But I, yeah, I love the playlist. Um, you know, I'm not trying to pat myself on the back. I enjoy like, you know, I didn't choose all the songs, but I enjoy like mixing the songs together. Yeah. So it, um, it was, it was awesome. A bit of, a little bit of everything. I know I mentioned Green Day, but it was one of the best concerts I've ever been to because Billy Joe does like is a naturally good performer. Hmm. And especially when you see him in the Bay, he always references the Bay. It was fantastic. And he had just as much as a fireworks show as we did tonight during his performances. Yeah, I don't, uh, I gotta say, like, I'm really up on hyphy music, but I don't know a ton about like Green Day, Metallica. um, What are some of the others? I mean, Santana, I love. Yeah. but I, I never really like got caught because I was listening to rap and R&B growing up in Oakland. I wasn't necessarily listening to all the other stuff and Journey and stuff. I was, now I'm getting so caught if, up on but all if, that. But if you were getting emotional in high school, what would, music would you listen to? Like if a boy didn't write you back? Um, you know, R- I said it in text? R&B. Yeah. R&B. <laughs> I wasn't like, um, I was way too into sports and music at the time to worry about boys, but um, R&B. For sure. Yeah. Like maybe some like Casey and Jojo you did not, all my you, life. You did not ignore boys in high school. I kind of like, I was busy being a class clown and just not even really, like I, I didn't that. really date anybody in high school. Okay. Um, I guess I, just, I didn't really either. It was like wall to wall extracurricular activities after yeah. school. So I didn't have time for anything, but we don't need to go through my yeah. dating history. I will say point when, is- I, when I had my, like, when I was sad, like a boy didn't write me back or something or talk to me in yeah. the hallway, it was pop pop punk it was green day huh. like wake me up when september ends vibes and simple plan and good charlotte wow oh yeah You're living in alternate universe i lived in reno uh, yeah. we couldn't spell rap we didn't I, rap was like not a thing <laughs> i never even got into rap until maybe five or six years my ago. first concert ever was kml summer jam it was keith sweat jodeci sierra <laughs> before she was sierra lowercase boys C. to men oh my gosh she, she did this song called one two step and nobody yeah. knew what it was mine was in sync <laughs> oh, and they sing bye 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 for the first time wow yeah 
That's cool. I'm telling you, you and I, it's like, yeah, big fan of NSYNC, by the way. Oh, but, gosh. All right. Between, before we, before we leave, NSYNC or Backstreet Boys? Oh, that's a tough one as I get Ooh, older. Oh, that's tough. You can't make me choose that. It was NSYNC, but Backstreet Boys are kind of making a comeback. So it's like, it's kind of good from there. I did see Backstreet Boys like recently, like creepy recently, mm-hmm. like 2019 or mm-hmm. something. And they still no, had creepy it. Creepy recently would have been. Well, there was, you know, there yesterday was the pandemic, like there wasn't really for two years or so there weren't really concerts. Right. So yeah, it was like the most recent you possibly could have seen them. And I saw them at SAP center and, and Kevin Richardson was like 47 years old. Yeah. Not like 47, like was 47. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. That's when I saw third eye blind in concert. Oh and I looked and like, he's like 50 something years old. I will go see Backstreet Boys when they all come out with like walkers. Yeah, and stuff. Backstreet Senior Citizens. Backstreet Gentlemen. Yeah, Backstreet Men. <laughs> backstreet Senior Citizens. <laughs> all right, well, are you going to do the thing? What's the thing? Where you don't let me let you go. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about that earlier because like yeah. I was very hyper talking to Amelia and it was basically like before I was supposed to go to work, I was like, let me just tell you things yeah but I want to do I have anything else to tell you like, and it was kind of like when you're on last call and you're just sitting there saying like let's talk about my you know childhood <laughs> <laughs> no you know what I'm gonna do hmm. I'm I'm gonna let you go cool. because we have a day game uh, <clears throat> on Saturday we sure do so uh it's been super real though it's been super real are you gonna cheers me with your watermelon <laughs> I do have <laughs> I do have watermelon but no I'll cheers you with my drink cheers cheers This is the last call, last call